Hello, I'm Isaac Foster, intern here at the 908, and I just want to make a quick disclaimer that this episode of Shoot Your Shot includes some very vulgar, explicit language that you would not want to have in front of your children. Now remember, life is great in the 908. The name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back. Get that through your head! I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. I'll make it. You don't do that to a man. He's got a million dollar idea right here. Billion dollar idea. Even better, let him flow. Well, there's nothing like a cold one after a long day, huh? Here's to feeling good all the time. And now, from the 908 studio, this is Shoot Your Shot. Brought to you by 908, where life is great. Welcome back to the show. Shoot your shot. Paul Sutter, the chosen one. John goes to the boss man. John, we survived Pelican Hill. Good to have you back here in Long Beach. What a time. I mean, what a time. It was incredible. It was all time. It was electric. Uh, the wedding was a joke. I felt like I felt like I was I didn't deserve to be there. Not at the wedding, but at the place in general. Right. Because it was so nice. Pelican Hill was way too nice for me. Right. I looked great, though. Should we tell people we were at just our high school buddy's wedding? Yeah, I think we I think we kind of described it last week, no? Right, but there's some new listeners, maybe. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. The idea is to get new listeners every week. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so <laughs> go ahead. Des- describe uh, well, it. Oh, it was our, our buddy. We went to Wilson High School. It was shame missed that wilson Poly game, I'll tell you that. I know, a tough loss for the old Bruins there. And... You know, we knew it was going to happen. I, these probably people love to act like, like we're in freaking Division Seven. Of course, like we right. know, we know we beat freaking Timbuktu, and that's why we're undefeated. It was. Uh, I I didn't see the game. It wasn't that close. No, I'm not 100. percent I'm not sure if the scoreboard indicates how close it really was because you know sometimes the scoreboard doesn't indicate how close it was. Yeah, but right. well, I mean, I wasn't there, so I don't. But know. other times it does. Right. So I, I'm not sure. Uh, it's kind of something that I expected. No one did, which is why we were we were in Newport Beach. Which is why we didn't go. Living it up. Yeah. Uh, that was the nicest. This wedding was, I mean, Paul and I know how to spend a little money on vacation. There's no mm. doubt about mm. it. No doubt about it. Uh, this wedding was a little bit more than I usually spend, which is, you know, impressive. It, th- we spent a lot of money. Right. But S- yeah. what I've realized I've saved money on is like floral arrangements, which they went all out on. Oh, because yeah. there's a lot up right there. I'll tell you what. <laughs> and those, when those I'm over there in awesome. Milwaukee, just getting drunk, or like in uh, Austin, I'm you know, I'm not buying flowers, which is nice. I'll tell you what. So we had a little staycation, John and I. We stayed in a hotel in Newport Beach, whatever, uh, Fashion Island Hotel. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's a big actually, deal. I actually bought a shirt at Fashion Island, which is pretty sick. Did you? Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, I almost fought a dude because uh, this isn't my guy, my gears, but. Now I just remembered how I got locked out of the room because the keys weren't working anymore. Those keys were kept changing. Yeah, Jesus. The, the worst keys in the game. Yeah, but and they w- wouldn't let me back into the room because my name wasn't on the uh, on the reservation. Mm. And all you guys were at at the wedding already doing your mm. like your usher stuff. You did a great job, by the way, as usher. <laughs> Thank you. You did a great job. I knew exactly where my seats were. Yep. Uh, you you put me right where I needed to be. I don't want right to say I was the, the best usher, but I kind of feel like I was right there in the back. That's right where I needed yeah. to be. I'll tell you what, though, I was lit up before the wedding. Me and uh, JB Peel were absolutely tossed before 
that wedding, which is what we needed because it was hot. It was hot that day. Well, your boy in the wedding party had been drinking since 11. True. I mean, true. No big deal. You made it pretty deep into the night. Not as deep as I did, but you made it. Yeah. You know, probably the key, key move by me was a little, a little white lie, you know, just a little white lie. What, what did you do? I, uh, there's a point. So we were all, we were just drinking for like hours before the wedding. And at one point, Taylor Casper, the older brother, like brought this, uh, uh, maker's mark down and he like had everyone take pulls and you know me skinny john not real not probably where i what i needed to do it at, right. at 2 p.m and you know for a long night right so uh i sort of went to the other side and it and then like a few minutes later he goes you take a pull yet and i was like oh yeah good work and that's sometimes that's that's all you, you know, need that's yeah. all i needed to do because that would have turned it turned it bad because people still think that you're sick you know it's like oh gross you took a pull it's yeah, fine yeah. and then but you know and but, they look at me, they're like, I don't need to make this guy take two. Right. But he you took need, one. But you need to battle. You're helping them out because you need to battle later on in the night. Well, and yeah, of course. Yeah. And so uh, you, you also, help them out. We all know about wedding, John. We all know about vacation, John. Uh, you know, if you don't follow my Instagram, you miss some great content. No doubt. <laughs> it really pisses Paul off. You miss some great content, no doubt about it. You know it. what my mom said the other day? What? Is she said. Does she follow me on Insta? No. Oh. My mom doesn't have Instagram. But she said. Uh, dude, how, uh, how was the wedding? Did you have a great time? Da, 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 da. Did you take any pictures? And I was like, I didn't take any pictures, but I'm sure that I'm in a couple pictures. And she said, John always says sends his mom photos. She tells me she sends <laughs> he sends her photos all the time. And then my mom was like, I'll never get those photos. And it's like, yeah, I'm never going to send my mom photos, but I don't send anybody photos because I'm not taking pics. I'm having a good time instead. Right. You know? I'm documenting. You're documenting, yeah, <laughs> which is fine. I'm not mad uh, at you. Well, I mean, my, my I parents, hate my parents literally asked me for pics. What do you want to do? Just, just blow them off, like you know, they're just say they didn't I, raise I was me. Having fun instead, right? I, I have a, it's literally a sickness. I can't not respond to texts. That's fine. I just, I so if anyone texts me, I'm gonna respond. People were asking where I was because I never, I didn't text anybody back. See, and that's your thing. You don't respond to texts. I, I just, I see. it. It's just how I'm wired. Well, I'm dancing. I'm wired. Well, I'm dancing. Well, yeah, but I, you can dance with your phone out. I got a pop socket. True, you do, but I don't. I'm not, you know, I was, I was dancing. All right. So anyway, I was blacked by the way. This people wedding. know about wedding, John. People know about vacation, John. New John emerged. Uh, I don't even know if you know about this. Red Bull John. Oh, that's you see. People wondered how I went wire to wire. I was wondering. Oh, you went the distance. Complete game shutout. I don't know if I've ever finished. Like usually, I'll take a little like maybe a couple sips, half a Red Bull if I need it. Rarely. Oh, I went full Red Bull. Wow, very surprising. Didn't yeah. know that. A little touring. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. But that's okay every once in a while. Well, we, small doses. We are the official podcast of the Red Bull Paper Wings. Oh, that's toss. true. So, that was for Jake Hardy. Yeah, it was a Jake Hardy. That I was forgot for Hardy. about that. Yeah. So, we'll never so you did it. it. I didn't have any of that Red Bull. I honestly don't remember. I actually don't remember anything. I had so much wine. I had a guy, oh. my waiter. Well, we were at the same table. Oh, did yeah. you see that guy? No, he was all over the place. Oh, he took care of me every single time. He wouldn't let that glass go I below was, halfway. Oh, no. And you know, we were slugging that wine like it was Carlo Rossi. It wasn't. It no, was it probably, wasn't. It was probably it, the nicest wine we've ever had. 100%. I didn't even have cubes in it. Wow. I had no ice cubes in that thing. I was just going to work on this hot-ass wine. Bop, bop, bop. Took three glasses down like it was no big deal. The girl sitting next to me was like, dude, Jenna, Jenna sitting next to me said, <laughs> said, uh, she's like, dude, she was like, whoa, this guy really loves you. No joke. This guy dropped off every food item to me first before everybody else. There wow. were two girls sitting next to me. 
it kept dropping off to me first. The chosen I kept one, like, what's up, dude? Yeah, that's my that's my guy. He, I think he wanted me to have a good time because he knew I felt out of place. Right. But well, it, I mean, I don't want to say it was a million dollar wedding, but it might damn well might have been. I don't even know how to calculate this money that was spent for this wedding. It had to be. A but mill. my God, Pelican Hill, unbelievable. The flowers were everywhere. The sunset, the gorgeous views of the coast. You didn't even play golf. The golf was incredible. All I can say incredible. is incredible. I shot a 43 on the front. Actually, didn't do too bad. Good for you. Uh, and then someone bought me a Bloody Mary. And then it was I done. Just, people just get me Bloody Marys now. All I'll say is Pelican Hill, you hooked me. I'll be back. You oh know what I mean? yeah. You know? Maybe not next week. Maybe no. not next month. In maybe three, four years or so. Maybe I'll get married at Pelican Hill. Well, Shoot. Shit. All right. So we go. There was a cocktail hour before the wedding, after the wedding, then that rece- I mean, the reception. Probably the greatest band of all time, live uh, band. Dude, it was a concert. It was like Bruno Mars, Aretha Franklin, Neil Young, and Paul McCartney were all in the same freaking band. Yes, and they would like take turns. Yeah, doing their solos. It, it was it was incredible. It was all time. I couldn't tell you it was electric. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't tell you which one was the best because they were all legit. Yeah, even because, though that one black dude was phenomenal. Oh man, I think that was my boy. Uh well there's like four black dudes. No, but, but the one you know what I'm talking the about. Bruno Mars guy? No, not no, Bruno Mars. The other Mars, one. Other that guy. guy was sick yeah, too. Yeah, with the kind of the Mohawk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, guy was unreal. That guy was sick. Uh I think He I, let me sing a couple times. He gave me the mic for just a couple of songs. Okay, nice. Yeah, it was nice. Felt good. You know what's funny? We stayed in the same hotel room, me and you. Sat at the same table. I feel like I really saw you all week. I don't know what we were doing. Was I just drunk? I think we were just drunk. I don't I don't really remember seeing you either, honestly. <laughs> like we didn't come back at the same time as we no. didn't. Like, I, like you were at the far end of the table, so I wasn't really talking to you. Yeah. Well, there was just company all over the place. Oh well, yeah. And we couldn't explain how good of a time we were having because we had to explain it on the show. Right. You you're right. I mean? so you're that, right about that. We had to save it. And I, you know, I was talking to some of these Texans, and I was really kind of getting into kind of getting into their lifestyle and whatnot, and just. Uh, I got no more money than I went in with. I expected to meet somebody and at least try to get a couple of dollars. You so know what I, mean? I would say the one, if you're going to knock this wedding was the lack of uh, single girls with oil money that we could have married into. Yeah, that's messed I up. thought I thought it was just to be a bunch of like debutantes, like, like, hey, I got all this money, but no husband. I expected at least five. Yeah. I don't know if there's one. Not that I knew of. Yeah. Not that I could see. And I wanted them to be like surrounded by like, like oil money. Also, I caught the garter. Nobody came to say what's up. <laughs> what the hell is that about? Well, you know. That's bullshit. That is bullshit. But you know what's messed up and what kind of ticks me off here? Hear me out. So when they do the garter throw and the, what's the other one? Bouquet? They toss the bouquet? Yeah. Even girls with with boyfriends and boy boys with girlfriends go out there because they're not married. Right. That's messed up. Yeah. It should be, do you have a significant other right now? If not, go on the floor. Does that make sense? Right. That way everybody knows who's legit single. I, I think I agree with that. Yeah, because I re- then they did the single girls dance, and yeah, all these all these girls with boyfriends went out there. That's what it's I'm like, saying. Well, what the hell is this? The chick that How caught are you a bu- supposed to decipher what's going on right now? The chick that caught the bouquet had a boyfriend, and right. I caught the garter. It's like it would have been a perfect match. Right. She was decent looking, too. I was I very pissed. Totally agree. Very upset about it. Um, she could have had a million bucks. I could be rich. Right. Right now. Would have been and nice. I'm not. Uh, I have nothing but good things to say about that weekend put on by Casey Casper, former rally chair at Wilson High School. Mm. Uh, except 
I will say he had to toss the garter twice because that first one went due left. Yeah, that was what the hell disgusting. was that? How do you throw something over your head to the left? It was disgusting. It, was it wasn't like throw. like back to the left. He like somehow threw it straight left. You're not even, but he didn't throw it over his shoulder. You're not supposed to. That's what the girls do. You're supposed to just fling it or whatever okay. into the crowd. And yeah, I, I made a great play. There's no. <laughs> No doubt about it. <laughs> you also been maybe the only guy that was actually really trying to catch it. I think he they swinged it at me. Yeah. I think it just hit me. Well, in the I mean, chest. I think you were in the center, really like getting your ground. And everyone else was like, "Ah, oh, shit! Why are we here?" Like I said, I was pretty sauced. The guy, the waiter, got me. I wish I got that guy's name. <laughs> maybe he would have come dance with you. After yeah, you got true, the true, true, true. <laughs> uh, also, there's an in and out truck at the end of the yeah, night. Yeah, there's an order you know private in and out truck. You know, it's a million dollar wedding if there's an in and out truck at right. the end. And it was free. I didn't have to pay for the in and out. Yeah, it was awesome. Free. It was definitely free. Um, you got anything else on the wedding? I mean, plenty, but I think that covers it. I have. Do you have a grab my gears? Wow. I feel like I'm best friends with all those those Texas guys now, which is sick. Oh, same. I love those guys so much. The Texas California bond is strong. I'm, well, I'm gonna go visit them soon. Probably by myself, just because. But <laughs> I mean, you can come if you want. No, I don't want to. Okay, good. Uh, should we actually? I have a grab my gears. It doesn't have to do with the wedding though. Neither does mine, but yeah. can we introduce the, the our guest? Yeah. We have, on the show, we have Brandon Ogborn, Bubba. Brandon Bubba Ogborn on the show, who is, he's a kind of a do-everything guy. He He's on the show because of the, the telephone stories, right. the podcast that, that he co- that he created. Co-created? He created it. He created the I podcast agree, yeah. called Telephone Stories, The Trials of Michael Jackson. So it's a, it's basically a breakdown of the history of the Michael Jackson's uh, trials. Right. And I listened to the first episode. Like I told him, you listen to the first episode. Great show so far. Right. Great show. I'm having a blast. And I told John this it's because I can't read. So this is the closest thing that I come to reading stuff, people reading stuff to me, you know, and it's, it's honestly great. Yeah. It's honestly great. It is. It is very good. Uh, so he's on the show. But he's also a comedian. He's, he's a player, comedian, right? pr- uh, improv guy. Like, I think he stumbled upon this. Yes. I think he was researching comedy, and he stumbled, like, but he knew some people who started talking about Michael Jackson because um, he was at Twin Cities in Chicago and all that. He's hilarious. He's a hilarious guy. Oh, dude. Uh, he might be the funniest guy I know. And uh, Which is saying something because you're on this podcast with me. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Which is funny because you might be the least funniest guy I know. <laughs> yes, there's a good dichotomy there between the funniest guy and the least yeah. funniest guy. Uh and he he just like stumbled on it. So it's like the most serious subject of all time, but it's very good, uh, very up your alley in most people our age, I would say. Yes. Um, I'm gonna have to take a break from only consuming Family Guy content to watch this. Right. P- I think people, listen. our listeners, have to listen to it because they. I I it's, feel like our listeners incredible. would enjoy it. Um. Yeah. It is. It is very good. It's on. What was it called again? The Luminary Podcast. Luminary app. Podcast. It's like this app. Big new. Po- they're trying to get this big new podcast app going. So download the app. Uh, I think you have to pay seven seventy seven fifty a month or something like that. But you can listen for free the first month. But you got to listen to it. It's pretty great. The guy is hilarious. Also, if you, it's hard to explain because I listened to the show before I met him, and I expected him to be different than he was on the show. So if you listen to him on the show and then listen to the story or to the podcast afterwards i don't know well the, but that's why i met him first and i just he, 
it was hilarious like two months ago. Okay, good. And then I, I was like, whoa, what the and hell is this you still enjoyed shit? it. Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, good. Okay. Oh, yeah. Then you can do either Which way. Which is interesting subject. God, he's well so edited. funny, dude. Yeah, he's Jesus. Funny. Uh, just be ready. The interview's long, but it's great, and he's unbelievable. Should we get to it? I, I, I got to quick grind my gears first, okay. though. Okay. Just real quick. We don't have to do We don't have to do yours. It's probably not even that good. No, mine's pretty good. Okay. Well, mine, I'll keep it quick. How about that? I'll keep it quick. Uh, so the jury's out. Speaking of trials, jury's out. Robert Mayor Robert Garcia hates his city. Absolutely <laughs> hates his city. He dislikes the city of Long Beach and the people of Long Beach. I gave him the ultimatum. I said, "Hey, you either void this ticket, this parking ticket that I got for for exceeding the time limit at the park, or you hate the citizens of Long Beach." Well, guess what? Didn't get voided. It was upheld. I still have to pay the $60 for parking in, it's atrocious. in the parking lot at Whaley Park because I don't know if you've heard this, John, but my car got stolen in the building mm-hmm. below us. Yeah. So I can't park there anymore, obviously, because what's what do they say? Two times shame, shame on me. Second time, well, shame on twice. you. Yeah, something like so, that. Yeah. So I'm not parking there again. I'm not parking there again. So I got to pay 60 bucks again. Robert Garcia hates me. He hates the city of Long Beach. Mm-hmm. I've had his back. We, I've had his back. Hey, we overlooked what's going on with China. Yeah, we did. We overlooked it for you, Bobby. But didn't even mention it. Nope. And look where we are at. Look where we're at now. I got to pay sixty dollars to him because my car got my car got stolen, and I paid sixty bucks. Yep. That's crazy. It's backwards. And I got my stuff stolen out of my car. So many sweatshirts, and it's sweatshirt season. I'm looking for these sweatshirts. They're all gone because they were stolen. The very sweatshirt you were going to wear. Disgusting. Wow. It's disgusting, Bobby. Well, yeah. If you want to come on and call in, actually, Mayor Garcia, 562-430-2735. Call in if you want to uh, defend your mayoral. Plead your case. I mean, election four has got to be coming up soon, right? 100%. That's true. He's, it's unlimited <laughs> just, for just him. Just one law change away from making it so you could run for another for another term. So I got a good defense lawyer for you, too. Uh, Michael Jackson's defense yeah, lawyer. Bert, What's that guy's name? Some, Bert, Bert something. Reynolds or something. Bert something. Bert Beatty or something like that. Uh, go ahead. That's that's all I got. I'm, I'm keeping it quick. I'm I, mad, but I'm keeping it quick. I got one. Uh, it's a little grab my gears. So we're putting together a holiday magazine, right? Mm. First of all, it's gonna be great. Mm. It's gonna be great. Good. This is mostly. Just, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> this is mostly a, mostly just a plug for if anyone wants to advertise in it, because we're doing a gift guide. So. Anyone, let's say you knit shit, you uh, you have these little gifts you make, all these people making jewelry, all that crap. If you want to be in, have hey, the know, people of oh, Long Beach buy it. Kind of funny how you said knit shit and then you said all that crap. Like, that's kind of funny. Knit, yeah. See. Like, oh, I should watch my language I'm, on this one. Yeah, I'm pretty funny. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Sorry. You can be listening there for just 25 bucks. You know our magazine usually costs about, you know, 500 bucks if you want to do something. I might do it. But we uh, we lowered the price because we want people to shop small, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm out there humping the pavement, right? I'm, I'm trying to get everyone involved. F2P. F2P. You know what? The If you want to have the ad sales come in, you got to get out there. It's you know reasonable price. I'm, I'm going to all these different spots saying, hey, we want to help a small business. That's why we're here. 25 bucks, 50 bucks if you want to do something. So I walk in this one place yesterday. What was it called? I, I don't I don't know what it was called. It was a sunglass store. Where was it? Um, I don't I don't want to I don't want to say okay. too much, but I've been through it before. 
doing sales, like obviously we all know not everyone's going to be happy or buying something or whatever. Right. But I, I go into walk in, I have my thing. Hey, I want, Hey, I got this magazine. This guy interrupts me and he take he takes my magazine. And he goes, what is this advertising? And, and he's starts looking at the magazine. I said, uh, I was like, yeah, I just wanted to talk to you about a little deal we have going on. He cuts me off. I haven't advertised in 25 years. I know exactly who you're talking about. The I know one, where it's at. It's, you do? A, it's by Village Road Pizza. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You've had a run in uh, with this guy? I had a run in with him. Because I was doing the same thing. Remember when I was dishing him out? Yeah. I, I remember that guy. No way. I swear to God. He, goes, he gives me this whole speech. Like, it, like, I'm okay. Like, I get it. If you don't want to buy an ad, just say no. Just say no. Right. Don't, don't te- take 10 minutes out of my life to tell me that my business is something that is not needed by you. Yep. Like, and he went on this whole speech, and he's looking at the magazine, and he, and he kept in the middle of telling me how he doesn't advertise. He kept going, "It's a beautiful magazine, a beautiful magazine." For twenty five years, I have not advertised. I've never advertised for the first three years. I advertised the twenty five years. I don't advertise, and I'm just like, "Bro, you could say no." I, I'm trying to walk out of here. Once you did the accent, I knew who you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, and then he calls me, and he like, he, it's like he like trashes me, but then he feels bad. He's like. Go over there. They might want to do it. They might want to do it for you. And it's, it's like, guy, just say no. Like, when someone comes to my door, I usually say no. Like, they have their whatever crap. Yeah, just say sorry, I'm man. Not, sorry, man. I'm not interested. Yeah. Can't do it. I don't need to explain to you for, you know, the next 20 minutes. I'm not one of those people that needs to explain to you that I don't want to be a Seventh-day Adventist or whatever it is. Like, you're that. I don't want to. Let's both never see each other again. Right. Or running into each other again. Or, just, yeah. It'd be a fun story. Yeah. yeah. Or that would be, hey. Hey, you again. What's hey. up? Yeah. yeah. I don't want to, like, I don't need your real estate services. I don't own a home. I don't have a home. I can't afford a home. You're knocking door to door, though. I understand. Just just go to the next door. I absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. So. Don't waste my time. Don't we always say that? Just don't waste yeah. my time. If I'm wasting your time, this say guy it, was, and then I'll go. Because yeah. I don't want to waste my own time. Mm-hmm. Does that make this sense? This guy was Exhibit A of time waster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he wasted the shit out of my time. He told me about the <laughs> same bullshit. Dude. I can't believe it. Uh, yeah. Well, like, what? Who works here? Like the Baltics? I don't know what the Baltics are. I have no idea where that is. That's but why I feel like from. he might be from that place. Yeah. And he, but he hasn't advertised in twenty years. That's a no. fact. He told me that. Yeah. So and good then, for him. He's still in business. Some sunglass store. It took him like, yeah. Also, I don't know who the hell's buying these sunglasses, but, and you know, I'm not even mad. He was nice enough, but he's just like, a guy. It took him like five minutes to tell me he doesn't advertise, and then all of a sudden he brings us his backstory about how he did advertise for three years. Three years. years. Three years. Wonder yeah. how it went. Yeah, probably well. Yeah, look where he's at now. Yeah. He might need to come back to it. All anyway. right. That's it. Do you have anything else before we get to this interview? Um, No, but I did want to mention that story also just so people contact me. Oh. Office at LB908.com if they want to do an ad. Well, because usually – like this allows littler guys in there. You know what I mean? Wait, wait. Twenty five dollars for like, uh, how big? For an inch. So it, you pay per inch. You could do you could th- three inches for seventy five bucks. I got the whole list. But I'm just saying, if you sell anything for the holidays, let's say you have a, a Long Beach hat, you have a uh, a little gift you made, uh, jewelry. Uh-huh. You have a little whatever. We got all sorts Spots of stuff. At the homeless shelter. You you let's say you won't. You, own a taco cart and you want to do holiday parties Ooh. anything if you want to make money this holidays we want you in there it's I, like it's like it's like us against whole foods is basically i'm gonna pay so much money to yeah. get in this thing yeah it's gonna be so sick can't wait all right uh let's get to the interview cool brandon ogborn bubba is his nickname brandon ogborn of 
telephone stories, trials of Michael Jackson. We have him on electric interview. Uh, he's incredible. What else is he? Oh, he's all time. He's all time. He's all time. Guy's hilarious. He's hilarious. Let's just get to the interview. Flippers and all. Why now? Live in the 908 studio. We have a very, very special guest. Probably, I mean, probably one of the most famous guests we've had so far, I'd say. It's Brandon Ogborn, the creator, host of Telephone Stories, The Trials of Michael Jackson. It's electric, by the way. I listened to the first episode. I, I'm not all the way through yet, but I listened to the first I mean, episode. It's 13 episodes. Yeah. So. Well, I know. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm episode one through two. Uh, did you listen to it this morning like I did? No, I listened to it yesterday. <laughs> Dude, I was hooked. No joke, I was hooked. Thank you. I had to stop listening because I had to li- watch the Rays versus the Astros baseball game. Let me just give a caveat before we get started. I know zero about sports. That's fine. You could tell me that the Rays are a ping pong team, and I'd be like, of course, what a tough game. <laughs> the Rays You're like are a fish. Oh, see? Look at I don't think it's a fish. Isn't a ray a, a stingray? Isn't a ray a mammal? But it's a stingray. A ray's also a Leota who was in True. Goodfellas. Good point. Okay. That's actually a good point. That's, that is a good point. So, go ahead. Uh, well, I just, one thing I wanted to get off my chest is that the reason Brandon's on the show is because he like introduced himself to me like a while ago as this like funny guy comedian. We had coffee, totally hit it off, laughing the whole time. And he's like, and then he gives like the darkest podcast of all time. Yeah, that was pretty wild. <laughs> like, and he's like, yeah, here's like, I thought we were going to be like laughing and stuff. And then it's just like about like, I, I don't know. We're like trying to uncover like whether or not Michael Jackson molests kids. Is that essentially yeah, what we're doing? Yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm it's on also, episode one, so we haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I won't spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's more, it's also less about if he is guilty of uh, the allegations and more about like how the case is unfolded. So it's told by his attorneys, many of them have never spoken before. And the actual prosecutors who are trying to bring him to justice. And then also a number of the reporters who covered the cases, kind of talking about the leads. So they're two very complicated stories. And that's why I did it was as a fan, kind of like, what happened? By the way, are we allowed to swear on this? Yes. What the frick happened <laughs> with these cases? Um, we'll have to bleep out frick, though. That's sorry. actually, yeah. that's know. like the one where we don't go uh, This is for middle schoolers, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um I'll also say, so I met John because your video at Frank and Fries popped up on my Instagram feed, and I was like, "This guy's great. This is so funny." <laughs> and I also the, the underappreciated Frank and Fries video. I just thought you. I, I mean, I'm not here to, you know. Well, I am here to um, try to create favor with you guys, but um, I I just thought the videos were so funny, and then I stalked you guys, and I was like, "What's the 908?" And I was like, "Oh, it's the white area of Long Beach." Um, <laughs> And uh, then I sent you my Long Beach scenes video where yeah. I go around and make fun of the um, more tattooed area of uh-huh. Long Beach. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, maybe we should, you know, do some comedy videos. As soon as I finish my 16 hour documentary investigative piece on child molestation yeah. would be what? fun. I, but <laughs> I, I also thought it was funny in that maybe you thought because you met me at Rose Park that maybe you thought I paid people to look like I was 
popular in Long Beach because <laughs> my that, wife like that is true. Is so like, annoyed six with people me. came home and said I don't. Yeah, I was like, I saw the mailman. I'm like, hey, Ariel. Then I saw <laughs> Isaiah, the homeless guy who like uses Windex on all the garbage cans to keep stuff clean, and it, it was like I was like Jimmy Stewart and It's oh, a Wonderful geez. Life. But, I was like, I love this town. Yeah, but no, it's funny is is that's like exactly how I am in this area. So I I, I more thought that like we we're like the same guy. Because I'll be somewhere and I'm just like literally saying hi to everyone. And I'll know like 80% of them, but I'll still say hi to 100% of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, I'm like a nosy neighbor slash like good Samaritan. And I've really had to put a pin in it since my wife and I had a baby. Because I will just get involved in any, not like in a bad way, but I'll be like, (laughs) hey, ma'am, you need some help with your garbage cans? (laughs) And it's like, you know, I'm the type of guy that they're like, actually, yes, I just got out of prison. Can you give me a ride? (laughs) And I'll be like, of course, we'll stop at Chick-fil-A. And so it's just like with a baby now, I'm like, oh, my God, you're not going to help that person get that possum out of the dumpster. (laughs) It's four o'clock in the afternoon. You have a baby taking a nap. The last thing you want to do is call your wife and be like, so we got rabies. (laughs) So I've really had to put a pin in it now when I'm like walking the baby and people are like, hey, you want to help oh, me set up shit. for the garage sale? I'm like, mm, can't do it. Can't oh, risk tetanus. Where, where are you living at now? Uh, we're by the Holy Moly on um, 4th and Abyssal. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Multiple so, Holy Molies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a good this call. is a safe one. Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah. in about in about my <laughs> four interactions of uh, of meeting this guy, he's mentioned Holy Moly like 80 times. Well, I think he came to Long Beach. He came to Long Beach and saw Holy Moly. He's like, oh, my God, everyone in Long Beach must, must need to like refer to Holy Moly no matter what. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where's the funeral? Well, you know where the Holy Moly is. <laughs> You're going to take about a three-mile trek. Go to the Holy Moly first. Uh, So there's the ocean, and then there's the Holy Moly. You want to go north of there. (laughs) Um, I actually don't like it. The smell kind of wafts through the neighborhood. And because I'm white trash from Michigan, we're more into Tex-Mex out there. Okay. So the fresh Max, not so much. Are you? I, I, so you're you're from Michigan, but you just moved from Chicago, no? That's right. It was a real winding path. Yeah. Uh, I did Michigan, Santa Barbara for college, um, Ooh, and then UCSB. Uh, no, uh, I should say Santa Barbara for City College classes that oh, I dropped no, out that's of. Nothing nice. wrong with that. Uh, oh. A lot of good people go to the Santa Barbara City College. Route. Yeah. Been oh there. yeah. Been there. You did it. No, I didn't do it, but I, I've been at that school. Oh, you've been there. Yeah. Okay. I was partying, partying. Okay, that's yeah. what I figured. I don't know if you know that, but I'm a party or whatever. I, I couldn't tell by the backwards hat. Yeah. And the surfboard t-shirt with Darth Vader on it. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm really into volleyball. Well, I don't know where you came from, but you know, you're really fooling me as a Californian with this coming in here with a smooth, some sort of kid. Yeah, you look like oh, the And a small little dog. He, he couldn't s- help but bring a small little dog yeah, on describe, a leash. Describe me for the Well, first of all, he rolled up his pant legs with no socks. Dude, you look like you're walking down 4th Street. He's, like, wearing, he's wearing a sweater. He has a smoothie in a in like a one of those hip jars. They Mason serve, jar. Like, mojitos in um, hip bars. You might teach du- at Long Beach State. shoes. You might yeah. teach at Long Beach State. Yep. Yeah, glasses. English, though. Yep. English. Yep. You look, yeah, you basically I would have got me too at Long Beach English. State. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I everything I have on is um, from this boutique. Denim jacket. This boutique shop I love. It's called The Gap. <laughs> everything was on clearance. I did want to dress like the uh, most stereotypical blue blood East Coast um, right. guy. Oh, you hit it right on the head. Yeah, I look like a... Uh, 
cancer-ridden version of like one of the Winklevi twins from yeah, the social network right you now. You do actually. Yeah, and I brought my delicious tiny uh, toy dog. Yeah. You know what's so messed my up? my baby could take a nap. Is that so we're going to be talking about the Michael Jackson trials and people are listening to this thinking like, "Oh, this guy's unreal." Well, he's and a comedian. Then, I know. That's why I'm going to a comedian. No, but hey, uh this, Shakespeare this... had some comedies, right? Oh, that's true. So I'm just uh, saying. Much Ado Argue. About Nothing. Much yeah. Ado About Nothing, one of our favorites. Yeah. We can Merchant have. of Venice, hysterical. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. So you're, you're actually yep. a big Shakespeare buff. We're a Hen- show. Henry sh- V. Pro Shakespeare. Yeah. Well, this guy, see, we're joking around. This guy like actually wrote you're a play. You're literally a playwright. He's a playwright. I am. Yeah. What, what was the play I'm also wrote? literally a waiter. I just want to make that clear <laughs> to everybody. That if I am the most famous person that you've ever had. I want to end this podcast now because your standards are very low. Don't well, locally, this. locally well, world famous. Well, oh, okay. <laughs> well, like you have like a legit national podcast. Yeah, it's the real. That deal. Is, is it this technically the, le- legit national? Like anybody can right. But oh, like if somebody's in Baltimore in and they're like, "Boy, I'm really curious about the 908 area of right. Long Beach. I wish there was a podcast about it." Yeah, but like a lot of people are interested in Michael Jackson. We like talk about like we're pissed Panera Bread's going in on Bellflower. Yeah, wait, what the pissed Panera Bread? Oh, you're We're pissed, pissed that yeah. Panera Bread is going in on Bellflower. Why? Like ours doesn't even re- like people like like in Rose Park don't even care about what we're talking about. Yeah, I <laughs> but I like this micro stuff. Yeah, I mean this is uh, I'll say this. I'm so pissed this week because I've forgotten that I was going to call the Long Beach Transit Authority to bitch about the crosswalk by the Ralphs, which is a goddamn death oh. trap. Bitch, here we hate mostly crosswalks and long. Yeah, this this crosswalk is the most treacherous. I'm surprised there's not multiple dead bodies a week. Wh- which one? Which what's it, what is so the streets? So it's uh, is it Abispo or Orizaba where the Ralph sits on Fourth? There's a oh, crosswalk and nobody stops. Everybody treats it like a freeway, and the crosswalk signs are pretty much um, covered by trees. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they're supposed to have the trees trimmed, but what they need is a flashing crosswalk because nobody pays attention to it. They will, I'll have the stroller now, which I now use over uh, the new traffic light, which is um, by the Holy Moly. <laughs> if you know where that is. Uh, because it's safe because I don't want my baby to get killed. Yeah. yeah. Bozo looking at their phone. But no, they'll go suck. like 50 miles an hour and you'll wait there for five straight minutes before one person is like, oh, wait, traffic pedestrians and then they slow down no it sounds so like i'm they, into the micro it sounds like they need a uh, good old-fashioned crossing garden sounds Ugh. like you're the guy for the job boy i'll tell you what <laughs> if this restaurant wasn't reopening that's what i do <laughs> i would love that job because it involves communication with people an outfit and moderate dancing that's you yeah, yeah. that's me and you're in charge you you're in charge yes yeah i do like that feeling i feel like you're uh you work at restoration right and it has yeah. it reopened yet uh, it's supposedly going to reopen in the next two weeks, but that could I feel be like delayed. He's like Kramer. He's just like, like, what has he been doing? He's been on strike or whatever for like 20 years. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. Well, I've been making this podcast. <laughs> oh yeah. It's true. <laughs> the last year. Well, you're the like, last three you're years. Like, oh, my restaurant burned out. Let me, just, let me just see if MJ molested kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got nothing going on this week. Honestly. Yeah. I'm going to open the OJ Simpson cases. <laughs> Is that next? No, no, no. That'd uh, be electric though. Uh, I like this use of electric. You used it earlier. I was I did? like, ooh, yeah. that's a sexy word. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to start it. using that because the overused word is amazing. Oh, that that's, oh, that's that word amazing. sucks. That word is dead. And yeah. I still use it, but I'm going to say electric from now on. I, Good. I had a big self-reflection this week. I'm assuming we're going to talk about that wedding we were at in the other part of the podcast. Yeah, for sure. 
I, I would like to be here for the wedding. Coast. Okay. I would, yeah. I would, I would I'd like to be special guest for the rest of the <laughs> segment. Uh, you honestly look like you would be handing out platters of crab cakes at this wedding. Like, oh, I've done that yeah, before. I believe it. I've done that before. Weddings are very fun. Because people immediately fall into like stereotypical um, sitcom character roles, so you can be like, "Oh, it's the it's the father of the groom who's pissed that he's here," mm-hmm. and like, "Oh, as soon as you see the hey, it's you again," I almost hit her with my car out there. Oh, you uh, did? Yeah. Oh, well, no, I think you were waiting at the bus stop. No, when I was walking. Okay. Um, she was trying to get hit by a car, so she'd do a lot. Oh, she's, she's doing one kind of, of a hypocrite. It's, yeah, it's part of our business plan. We just send people down. Oh, hypocrite to think about it. Like you're not trying to avoid cars on Fourth Street, but you you come over to our area and you start trying to hit people. Well, you know these these as the streets get wider, the less I care about human life. <laughs> I will say that when I moved here, it was it was like a video game going down like downtown Long Beach in that area because everywhere you go, there are skateboards and scooters and people in weird ass bicycles that you're like, what is that? And they're just flying out of mm-hmm. them everywhere trying to hit your car. You got to be careful. Yeah. Uh, can I just bitch about you won't bitch about crosswalks this week again? I was at that damn one on Pine where it's crossing both ways. Oh, Have you yeah. seen this diagonal one? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like at fifth. Yeah, Pine and fifth or something. Yeah. And there's, but there's no one ever at it. So yeah. it's just cars waiting. And now I've never been at that light with one pedestrian using it. Yeah. And I put that thing, I, I did a I did a meme about it on Instagram. And like, I actually had someone DM me with this whole like, we should look up the history. And I, I was like, what's the history? And it was like, it's actually really cool. They had like farmers back in the 1800s. I'm just like, like wait, cross diagonal. I some, like something, with cattle crossing? Like, That's fine. But I'm sitting here. We're, there's just cars around this thing. Not one pedestrian. I have no time for that area anyways. I just won't go to Pine Street ever. I love that somebody out there is like concerned with the history of a diagonal crosswalk. Like it's like you don't, you right. should look up the Civil War in <laughs> Lebanon. And, and, and honestly, I'm, I'm I'm all about it. Like I'll I'll be about that history, but that doesn't help me right now. Yeah. Do, do they have a lot of those in the Midwest? Cross uh, diagonal crosswalks. Yeah. I've never seen them till I moved here, and I saw that one, and I thought this is dumb. It honestly doesn't make sense. Well, no, it only opens more room for dumb behavior right because you're it's like a crosswalk is like oh a line and this is like oh there are more lines so people just kind of will like loop around it's uh, like the game of centipede or something it's like there's no rules man true and there's no rules downtown anyhow true we all know there's all kinds of bozos walking around there who don't give a shit well there is we'll just like walk around walk right in front of your car (laughs) flip their card over take a dump on a bench it's just like there's See, no it, rules man it's mad max down well there. you can't wear a hat in the club though that's one rule oh, yeah. that i've learned so just be, wait just letting you know what, just letting you know what okay good to know because i do club a lot <laughs> <laughs> um what what club were you at paul i don't even remember i every club there's shitty so it doesn't even matter i guess it's what's which one what was the one called it's like a- sevilla Sevilla, you're Sevilla. That sounds like a it's like, like two, body lotion. Two blocks me. into the left from Holy Moly. Okay, yeah, it's probably a sense. couple Holy Molies down. Well, they that's gonna totally screw me up. My geography, knowing that now, <laughs> um, but uh, they they have these rules because of gangs and stuff, right? 
Uh, because there was um yes. what's the dump on second <laughs> i love it we're just like crap on everything. <laughs> um, we, the one on here's second what we do we have the, our slogan is life is great in the 908 yeah and we just have that out there it's like one of those things where you like have that so you can just shit on long true beach. well true, you true, know what i think we're all here to try to make long beach a better place so true it's a safe space for us to shit on corporate yes business yes right businesses of course um but there's the bar on second that's a um, Mexican Panama Joe's Panama Joe's yeah. and they had a sign. I posted a photo of this that was like a list of requirements to come in, and it was like no hats, no chains, no joggers, uh, no clothes with sports logos. What? On and on and on. It was like a middle school in Gangland right. where they were like, you can't wear, sir, you cannot wear anything. Well, good. And play. Panama Joe's ain't the nicest place. Well, that, well, I think I've gone pee there once when I was like really <laughs> desperate because I have a trick. Well, I'll be like, where I, if I have to pee in public, which is a lot because I have a really small bladder, I'll act like I'm going to see somebody or that I forgot something. So Smart. like the hostess, I'll be like, oh, <laughs> and I'll walk right past, <laughs> or I'll be like, I got to see Craig, and then I'll just go pee, and oh. they'll they'll leave me. But yeah. I'm pretty good at ferreting out where a bathroom is in a place and like any kind of structure, so really? then I can just like find my way in. Okay. Yeah, it's like That's I'm like inception good... with bathrooms. Like I'm like I can see it in three dimension. That's a good uh That's good to have in your back pocket. Yeah. That you just have to go through life pretending that you know what's going on. Oh my god. I noticed like on the opposite end of this when I worked at Trader Joe's, um the one in Chicago, and I've noticed this like just this pattern in life that um in this I'm saying this like in my um my East Coast Docker outfit that people who are on kind of like the lower end of the socioeconomic spectrum and on like the very, very low end of it, doesn't matter the race. I've heard this said of like they in reference to authority. So for example, when I was working at this Trader Joe's, this guy came in that he was like, and the Trader Joe's I worked at was in downtown Chicago. So there'd be a lot of tourists and stuff. And he was kind of more down on his luck from the South, um, white guy. And he came up to kind of the counter, um, the captain's area. Uh, and he was like, hey, do they all, they all have cigarettes here? And I was like, they all, and he was like, I was like, no, no, no. And he was like, they let you use the bathroom here? And I was like, they, <laughs> like this omniscient, omniscient like, godhead yeah. of like the they of like the boss man the company the they right. you know and i've i don't know it's just weird i've had people be like hey do they let you do this or that here or can they let me do this interesting versus if you just go in and you're like i'm in charge people don't care just pretend like you know what you're doing i do yeah. that all the time that's how thieves work yeah like successful thieves will just go in and like take things and look like it's theirs i stole a deck of cards one time oh really yeah bad boy stuff Ooh, i used to st i had a stealing phase oh, in my did? adolescence and um i played little league and i had the i don't know if they still Again, not into sports. We stole this look out of the Gap Fall Fashion <laughs> Magazine, so they clearly haven't grown out of it. Fall yeah. Fashion Magazine, circa 2005. Yeah, um, seriously. The, uh, the the little league pants that have like the, they're kind of like joggers, mm -hmm. and I'd go into the Wesco gas station, and I would open up the top on my waist, and I'd just steal all the bubble yum and playing cards and everything, and just drop them in there. 
So by the time I walked out, like my They're pants all, were yeah. like shuffling and then I got to nice. the game early and just OD'd on bubble yum. Smart. <laughs> Absolutely smart. I walked through the uh, exit of the Walmart, the emergency exit of the Walmart so I don't have to park. Oh, you mean the Walmarts? The Walmarts. Yeah, the Walmarts. The Walmarts. Uh, and- Is the Walmarts, do they... Let Have you heard that, that one before? Because yeah. I heard that last week. This guy kept calling it the Walmarts. They, uh, who who did this? I did an Uber driver in Kansas City. Yeah. Oh. And he was just all about the Walmarts. The Walmarts. They um, don't let you use they, the They don't <laughs> at the Walmarts. <laughs> they don't do that. But at the Walgreens, <laughs> they do. Um, wait, so you parked out of your... You you left out of the emergency exit I, after you stole something? No, 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 no. I, I was just talking about how I know you just gotta pretend like you know what you're doing. Oh, oh. I park by the uh, auto shop over there, and I go through the emergency exit, so I don't have to wait in the traffic and walk a long way. You yeah, know what I, mean? I did that at the WalMarts in my hometown in Muskegon, Michigan. Park by the auto side because then you don't have to go through the whole goddamn store, see the greeter and everything, and yeah. then you like snake back to the end. Also, it's near the bathroom. God, she's so smart. What uh? Which can, can I just say that uh? What? We both did listen to episode one of his podcast. Yeah, we did. It's incredibly uh, structured and concise compared to who you, who the hell you are. <laughs> yeah, what happened? <laughs> I well, don't know what the hell we're talking about. Uh, but that podcast was actually very well ordered. You must have had some sort of editor. Uh, I did. Um, Jim Newton, who is a professor of journalism and ethics at UCLA. Uh, he's the author of many Ooh. books. We know a Jen Newton, who's a professor of PR and journalism at Long Beach State. Yeah, you know probably what? related. She's Fuck her. Listener. Okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> Jim okay. Newton's you know. a better professor. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Clearly, UCLA, you know. Uh, and then we have uh, Noni Yates was our fact checker. She's uh, Jim and Nona are both from the LA Times. Um, and... Uh, we're on the team that won the Pulitzer Prize for the reporting on the Northridge earthquakes. Um, we had um, a really, really solid team behind it. So I had worked on that that play. I think I gave you a copy of that play, Tom Cat. Yeah, I didn't about read, Tom I didn't Cruise. Read it, I'm sorry. That's okay. I know you can't read. No, I'm um, the one that can't. can't yeah, that's actually a thing. Oh, he can't read. Yeah. Oh, he can't. I just. That's prefer- why I love this podcast because I just listen you to listen it. Listen to it's the so, words. Oh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I just believe plays are meant to be seen, not read. I was told that by like seven English teachers oh. who then made me read them. Well, I actually brought the play, and we're going to perform it. Oh, no way. Good. Yep. Good. I don't know how much time you have. So much. It's a three act cycle. It's two hours and forty five minutes. It's perfect. Our podcasts have to be under ten hours. So Oof. Well, yeah. this is perfect. I'm glad I. Yeah, came. we're going to be good. Uh, so I wrote that play, and Tom Cruise's lawyer is a guy named Burt Fields, and he represented Angelina Jolie, um, Madonna, the Beatles, Jeffrey Katzenberg, Dustin Hoffman, Warren Beatty, a bunch of people. And um, he came to the play that I wrote, um, and he he there was a character called Burt Fields in it, and I thought he was going to sue me. Uh, he actually loved it, so I stayed in touch with him, and at one point um, – reached out to him was, and I didn't know if it was going to be another play, but I was like, Hey, I know you represented Michael Jackson during the first child molestation allegations in the nineties. Would you talk about it? And he said, sure. So I went to his office with my gear like this, just thinking to have it on tape. And from that, because I was able to interview him and he's probably the biggest entertainment lawyer that's ever lived. Um, there were other lawyers who were willing to talk to me. So there was Michael Jackson's attorney, Thomas Mesero, uh, his attorney, Howard Weitzman, who currently represents the Jackson estate. Uh, there's Carl Douglas, who used to be um, Johnny Cochran's right-hand man um, and worked uh, on the OJ case. If you've seen the OJ documentary or the the 
TV series. Uh, Carl Douglas is in that. Um, and then on the opposite end, I interviewed Ron Sonnen, who was the prosecutor in the 2000, assistant prosecutor in the 2005 case, and um, Lauren Weiss, who was the prosecutor in the 93 case. Uh, so it was in Jesse Jackson, the civil rights um, figure. Uh, it, and it was literally just calling people. And because I am not a big boy journalist, I approach this kind of like, hey, I'm just a playwright and I'm a waiter. I'm just doing this, not like for shits and giggles, but I'm just, I'm not coming from Vanity Fair. I'm not coming from the New York Times. I'm just a guy. And just cold called people. And obviously, as evidenced in this podcast, I'm incredibly charming. No, 100%. Incredibly <laughs> personable. Right. impeccably dressed you yeah. have a great sense of geography and these people said yeah uh, you can interview me a lot of people said no but uh then we put it together and the first half of the series as you'll hear is the 1993 case from the accusations or from the beginning of the relationship between jackson and jordy chandler to its resolution um there's a little break in the middle of like what jackson did between those scandals like dangling a baby for instance and a bunch of crazy shit not That's a good idea a very fun episode episode seven and then the second half is the trial of 2005 which took place in santa barbara while i lived up there um it's 16 hours long it's super long anybody this season this season uh more than three quarters of the people who started the first episode just started the first five minutes have finished the entire series. yeah i'm gonna finish it 100%. it's got a serious the best retention rate of any show on the luminary um podcast network on the planet on the whole planet and that's like the history. luminary podcast network is like a big deal that's what we're it is with. you're not famous i, I want to take that back because i don't want to i don't want anything to go to your head you're extremely uh confident guy clearly um not but, competent confident confident well <clears throat> you're not that, competent that's not true. at all i could barely <laughs> but that network target. is like a big deal your that podcast is a big deal it is it came out in march when the network launched and it was like lena dunham trevor noah uh russell brand michael rapaport roxanne gay and me and omar with uh who's my co-producer on telephone stories so it was kind of a shock of like because it was kind of under wraps. Like, I didn't really know much about the network. It was Jimmy Miller, who works, uh, who runs Mosaic, which is my talent agency. And he represents Judd Apatow and Will Ferrell. And for years represented Jim Carrey during his kind of like $20 million run. He produced a lot of movies and TV. And um, he, my manager, works at his company. And they were looking to get into podcasts. And she was like, oh, my client Brandon's been working on this podcast for like three years you should hear an episode and um it just so happened he was making a deal with luminary so it was the first podcast they um sold to him and uh that's when they hired like jim newton and noni aids and this incredible team so it was funny in that like our um law office carlene goller who's the head um was head counsel for the la times for a long time was our counsel on this because everything had to go through the legal check because obviously michael jackson the estate it's very litigious um and she called me this was probably like last october before a deal was even made like the deal was made as soon as my baby was born like the same day i turned in the first episode but um best day of your life best day of my life yeah um and i she was telling me you know all this legal stuff i'm like "Ah, i don't know i'm just a waiter and she was (laughs) like you're not a waiter anymore you're a reporter and you need to treat this like a piece of investigative reporting um so it's not. It's mostly dick jokes. Um, but I'm <laughs> glad you guys like the show. 
I got a couple questions here. One, how do we get a uh, part of a talent agency? I mean, look at us. Well, exactly. You guys are signed. We're dynamite. Dynamite. Electric. Yeah, we're electric as yeah. a as a duo. Second, uh, how do they sign us on this lumin luminary podcast? Right. Like we need to be on there. Yeah, yeah. you guys should. I've I've heard that like the Trevor Noah shows a dump. The Lena Dunham show sucks. Whack. They're Both like whack. we're really interested in like micro mm-hmm. local um opinions yes east long beach i mean east long beach like people to talk about the trash collection the crosswalk stuff like that Panera because bread. it's like that adage of like think global act local mm-hmm. right so i think your guys's bus is coming i know i'm well i'll be i'll be waiting to uh, i'll be waiting to stop we actually spent i'll a be holding i'm gonna be holding there. the window open that's good <laughs> i need that how did you come up with this idea like which idea the telephone stories like did i'm like was it after your playwright and you saw that guy and you're just like or not uh what's his name uh burtfields Bert, yeah burtfields you saw him and were just like hey i got a good idea or how did this go no down? um boy this is going to be like the most boring part of the podcast but um I'm, after the play i i also sounds behind it yeah just <laughs> but, Boom! yeah <laughs> uh <laughs> After the play, I, I do screenwriting too. So I'd written um, a couple of scripts, and one of them was about Oprah, and that went into v- development. And um, I was just kind of doing this on the side. I liked. I, I had a conversation with my friend John, um, not you. You're a piece of shit. My close friend. No, <laughs> I love you. My friend John, who was a composer on the podcast. The overcomes I love you. <laughs> Make love to me. Uh, he and I were having this long call on the phone and we were talking shit about somebody uh who used to be our boss and then he had met this boss years later and was like we were all wrong he's like a really nice guy and it was like the whole story was flipped and i was like there should be a podcast it's just like these stories that you think like even if it's like you know did my um grandpa have an affair with this person that's the old legend and then you re- you interview all your family and stuff and then so it's like the children's game of telephone so i was a guest on omar's podcast which is about classical music and opera something i'm obviously a big donor for yeah yeah uh, yeah <laughs> um it must be uh, nice for the tax write-offs yeah it's yeah. also <laughs> this is not a joke i got a a letter from the irs that i owed four million dollars in taxes somebody i thought somebody stole my social security number so i had to file like all these affidavits and everything and it turned out that my um the person i was paying to do my taxes for the year 2017 which i made thirty six thousand dollars at restoration nice. put in like the employer id number for this corporation that paid me to write a little video um put it in there so it so like all the money that went to this likes league the sports team went to me like it looked like that i made 16 million dollars oh that my year. gosh it was terrifying <laughs> oh, so i got it all sorted out anyways well, Omar, so. <laughs> um guys i need to stay here for a while if that's okay <laughs> that's i fine. brought my sleeping bag that's why i brought my dog that's fine um so the idea was actually to do individual episodes that were kind of these like urban legends or like some were big. Like I did an episode on Cecil the lion, that lion that was killed in Zimbabwe that caused a bunch of uproar a few years ago that that dentist shot. Harambe's brother. Yeah. Yes. The yeah. lion and the and the gorilla brother. Yeah. Um, but one of the stories I was working on was Michael Jackson. 
and it just went from like one episode to them being like, oh, this is pretty long. It's going to be like the three final episodes of the season. And then I started to pitch it to networks and it was just the idea was just like, just do the whole seasons on Michael Jackson. Did you gather all of the information first and then they cut it into episodes or did you work on this episode first time, this the second episode this time, third episode this time? Do you like, did you break it down before? Or yeah, was it yeah, it was broken down into an outline and a structure. It was actually structured originally that the 2005 trial was the beginning of it. And then we took a deep dive into the 93 case to be like, well, we now we need to understand that. But J- to Jim Newton's credit, he came in and was like, he's a, you know, he spent 30 years at the LA Times and he was like, you need to, this story's so confusing as it is the whole point of the series is to make it not confusing you need to tell it linearly so you need to start with like what's the opening you know uh the opening scene and that's michael jackson basically like his car breaks down on wilshire boulevard and he ends up at this um car rental place that's owned by the stepdad of jordy chandler and that's kind of like the inciting incident as it were um and then everything kind of builds out of there so it was structured pretty in-depthly i did have a pretty um detailed outline but there were new developments like um as the show went on there's a big revelation um at the very end of the series that got a lot of press um was in the la times involving um a confrontation between michael jackson and marlon brando that had never come to light and um i came upon a um sworn interview with him that has never been made public before with him and prosecutors so there were things that were kind of coming up, um, including like inter- the interview with Howard Weitzman, his attorney, like he declined up until the very end. And he's in the middle of a hundred million dollar lawsuit with HBO right now over leaving Neverland. So there were different characters that would pop up and I'd have to be like, oh shit, I'm going to need to re- restructure and rewrite this episode or wow. move these scenes around to have it all be cohesive. Dude, you got so deep into That's like, wild. Well, I, uh, First of all, when the season ends, it's over, right? Like, there's not a second season of Michael Jackson. Well, he's no. dead. <laughs> yeah. Is he? Yeah. I don't know if oh. you, he didn't. He doesn't know. That uh, would... <laughs> You didn't know he's dead. Yeah. Well, I saw this one. Actually, most of what I know from about Michael Jackson is from that one South Park episode about him. And he was, like, not quite dead. I remember when Michael Jackson died. I was a senior in high school. I actually remember where I was. Yeah, me too. Where me were too. you? Just coming out of football practice for me. I'm an athlete. I don't know if you've heard. I can, once again, I can tell. <laughs> that backwards hat is really. When they make you take your hat off in the club, are you like, hey, hey, hey I'm an athlete. I said, I have a shirt that says, or a sweatshirt that says just an athlete. And I had it on that night. No, I don't want to get nice too into your childhood wounds and like the failures in your life or anything like that and what you hold on to. But are you still an athlete or were you oh, an athlete? No, I'm an even better athlete. I'm a four sport athlete. I used to be just a three sport athlete. What are your sports? Football, basketball, baseball, hockey. The, the big four. The core four, <laughs> I might say. Um. Okay, because I didn't know if you were one of those guys that like graduated high school, but you still go to all the games at your high school. That and, sounds about right. You're like, come on, Carter, this fucking bullshit this season. I've now, and they're like, he's 11. <laughs> what are you, sir? It sounds about right. It sounds about right. <laughs> you need plus. to leave. Uh, have you heard of Poly High School in Long Beach? I've heard of it. Wait, they're pretty good at football. Have you heard of that? Like, do you know about that? About the sport football? About how Poly High School is very good at football. No, and where where's Poly? Is that the one that's on um, Atlantic? Right. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful, 
beautiful <laughs> building. Literally do, beautiful art. Do North building. Uh, I do love North the font. Holy moly, basically. Yeah. Is it, so. what, do Northwest. Yeah. Oh, um, what so, did he used to? Did Paul used to play for them? No, 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 no. but they're like the best team around. Don't worry, Paul. Tell you don't have to get you know okay. jump your gun here. They're, he uh, literally <laughs> has a gun <laughs> that he's cleaning. He, uh, <laughs> those guns. Uh, he's an athlete. Yeah, he is an athlete. So they're really good. They never lose. They're the best team in Long Beach. Have been for years. He was actually the last quarterback from a different school to beat Polly in and Long he, Beach, though. In Long Beach. in Long Beach, and he uh, and he mentions it two to four times a week. Wow. Yeah. Has that gotten you a lot of success with? I mean, look what we're doing sex? now. Oh, with oh, you're <laughs> with a magazine. Oh, the girls. The girls don't care too much. They don't. No, but. Like, that, isn't that kind of messed up, though? I think Paul's I, well, totally fine. No one I mean, cares. to their credit, they're 16 years old. <laughs> so I would hope that they'd be like, I'm calling the police. I got a question. And the actually. security guard's like, please stop hanging around Polly. <laughs> Bubba do you, th- these do you think you just look at life through a molestation lens at this point? Uh, I think I always have, and I find my calling. <laughs> yeah. Did, did you have like a, well, this is going to be kind of dark, actually. Like a whole like Heath Ledger deal where you, mm. not like. You just had to keep coming in this character, and it kind of changed you a little bit. What? How's that related to Heath Ledger? Well, he played a, a very dark role in, as the Joker, and then oh yeah yeah yeah, and then that I you know I'd be curious to do a telephone stories on that because I feel like that's a very um, mythical assumption that we tie to whatever things may have been going on in his personal right. life with right. addiction and his overdose, if I recall, was accidental. I agree. And I I think about it because this is strange, but my baby, Maggie, a girl, um, sometimes your baby's face, your baby can look like a hundred different babies. Sometimes when you take pictures throughout the day or the light or if they're sleeping and, you know, you waste Especially up and you like, coffee. You and she and looked like Heath Ledger in this one no picture, way. like a young Heath Ledger to the point that I did a side by side. And, um, the last known picture of him is this very kind of haunting image. If you type in like last known picture, he's ledger. His hair is kind of long. He's got a lot of shadow on his face. It was like a paparazzi photo of him um, walking down the street in New York. And I feel like as a public, it's an easy narrative for us to go. He was so troubled by that Joker part. It killed him. And, you know, the press was like, Jack Nicholson told him that role almost destroyed him. <laughs> And so it's like, boy, if he didn't play that joke, you know, it's almost like right. if, if it's like we're collectively hoping that Joaquin Phoenix dies <laughs> so we can be like, it's the toughest role it is. It's a fucking comic book villain. You know, yeah, it's a good point. It's like, oh, boy, I'm trying. I, I'm not doing the comic books. I'm trying to think of some other comic book. That's villains. a good point. What's the one in um, Spider-Man and the first one, first or second one of the octopus guy, Green Goblin, Alfred Molina. Played. Oh yeah, or, or even Green Goblin. Like nobody's Doc like, Ock. yeah, Doc Ock. You know, nobody's like, oh god. You know, it was the dark time <laughs> for Jeff Goldblum when he played Doc Ock, the animatronic arms. He just, you know, when you're a method actor, the Spider-Man franchise is cursed. Um, no, I don't think that. What was your question? <laughs> Did this put you to a dark place? Um, I think that it did in as much as it, like, I was happy to put it to rest. Like when I finished the last episode and I heard it, I did like kind of cry a little bit and more of just like the relief of like, it's been almost three years I've been on this. It's 
once the series sold, it was like 80 hour weeks. I was doing, you know, filing story after story that's and rewrites normal, and everything. Mm-hmm. What's that? You said that's double yeah. the normal 80. Usually yeah. 40. Yeah, usually. So yeah. let's do a little math. But if you're going to make twice, if you're trying to make 16 million a year, you got to put in the yeah. Yeah, you gotta put. If you want to get sued by the IRS, <laughs> that's uh, actually not a bad line. Just be like, you don't have to mention much. You're like, I mean, guys, I do. I I pay four million in taxes. Yeah, yeah, you should say that more often. I did. I will say is this is how shallow I am. <laughs> I was walking down the street with Milo, and somebody was walking by me, and I was talking to my friend Jacob, and I said it like just a little louder, where I was like. Yeah, it says four that I made four million. <laughs> and the person kind of looked at me, and I was like, "Yeah, my Bugatti." <laughs> That's so. I gotta I say, myself, I was like, "You are such a horrible person." <laughs> I gotta start doing stuff like that. Yeah. Did you? But did you honestly like? Did your opinion or feeling on Michael Jackson change? It seemed like you were already like obviously like obsessed with him, like as a musician and as an artist. Yeah. Which yeah. is crazy because he was obsessed with kids. <laughs> so, and you were a kid at yeah. that point. Yeah. And I was a kid. Well, it is a little... What's mutual um, love like? What's mutual love? I think it is a little weird. It, so I was pretty isolated. I was homeschooled and we were in this um, religion called Apostolic Pentecostal. So my life growing up up until when I went to public school in like eighth grade was very sheltered. We didn't watch regular TV. But for whatever reason, like it was acceptable to watch G-rated movies or like TV specials if they were recorded or whatever. And we, my sister Becky, who lives in Long Beach, she and I had this cassette tape of this Michael Jackson documentary that was on Showtime. It's very terrible. I rewatched it. But at the time as a kid, it's very kind of edifies him and, and like just shows him like doing, you know, doing the moonwalk and all these things. And I'd watch it all the time. And there's footage in it of obviously him with a lot of kids and him with his kind of special relationship with Macaulay Culkin. And I wanted, I I think most white kids my age wanted to be Macaulay Culkin around that time because he was like an Uncle Buck, Home Alone and everything. And he was friends with, you know, seemingly best friends with the most famous and elusive superstar in the world. So there was that part in the podcast of, kind of wondering like well what would have happened to me if i was one of those kids that was spending all that time at neverland you know where where would have where would that have taken me what would have happened to me you know so that's kind of the mystery around it i got one more question uh i mean we have another three hours on yeah, sure, that's actually yeah. a point we gotta start to play at some point yeah, yeah. the the but, next do you have a photocopier i can do that <laughs> while he's uh the next i'm assuming are you gonna do another one of these uh ideally yeah we'll find out soon sweet uh my question is can you get us in on the pod at some like a one little cameo well there are some cameos of friends i have in it who have done little you know parts of reading dialogue or something like that well i mean like just be like Paul Slate. You know how you like will introduce Sorry, say that again. When you introduce people, you know how you introduce them? Like yeah. Janet Green. So I'll say four what's your last name? Slater. Paul is Slater. it is it really? Yeah, Paul Slater, wow. Long Beach nine oh eight. And then it's me so, talking like Well, I could say well, Michael Jackson was four sport athlete. Paul, Paul Slater. Slater. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I said convicted, uh, but I didn't say it. Um four sport athlete, Paul Slater. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then I will have and a quote. And you'll go, Pulse Slater 908. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just have a quote on whoever this story's about. Like yeah. Heath Ledger. Oh, so I saw just... Joker, and that was, or I saw Dark Knight, and that was one of the greatest movies of all time. Yeah. What a role that was. Must have been very difficult for him to live after that role. Yeah. Well, it was because he died. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, I just can't promise anything because no hats are allowed. <laughs> Good point. I know what you mean, though. Those those introductions are awesome. Yeah. I and want I'll, one. Always say one word. Like, I want one. That's just, that's it. What what introductions are awesome? When you like introduce new people on your podcast. Oh, it's like very like the whole thing is just very like report reporter, but like cool. It's like oh, did you cool do that? reporter? Yeah. Well, I do vape. <laughs> do you? You yeah, look I'm like you friend. vape. Thanks. Yeah. You know, I don't is think that's true. I think you look like you vape. No. With one of those no, big vapes. I'd actually. Um, I'm trying. I've got to quit by the end of the month. I, I was a smoker for years and years, and I've been on the vape. And the gum, and I at the end of the month, I'm quitting the vape to go straight to the gum to go back to cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> no, to be done with everything, ideally. Oh, uh, nice, congrats. Well, maybe we should do a follow up when I quit. Okay, I yeah, we'll, we'll do yeah. we'll do another uh, episode and see how it is. We'll have an update, nine oh eight update. Um, have you guys seen? I, I you know I was going to bring up the current Joker movie, um, and get your guys's opinion, see if you saw it. Haven't seen it. Okay, good. But but then I had this the other thought of I want this to be a timeless episode. I want okay. people to go. This could have came out in 1970. Yeah, right. It could have been 2050. Okay, so what do you so, want to do? Um, well, I guess we already spoiled it because we were talking about the Panera Bread. Oh yeah. True. Well, no, we could cut that out. Current events. We'll cut okay. that out easily. Um, you just want to talk about like gum, chewing gum. Yeah, chewing gum. I mean, that's dogs. <laughs> Things like that. Yeah. What's your yeah. favorite kind of dog? Uh well, my dog. Yeah, Mr. Milo. Mr. Back Milo. to back. Are you episodes. gonna drink this smoothie in here, or did you just bring it to? Like, well, prove, I I fucked myself because hit. I put the gum on top of it. So yeah, I'm like, that I was can't a weird take move. the lid off. Yeah, we I put ch- the Nicorette on top of it. Is that Nicorette? Yeah, I heard it gives you a real crazy head buzz. Buzz. You think I can have? What some? is that? Is is that kale? Is there kale in no, there? No, it would be green if there was kale. I don't. I don't think that's true. Kale that you see. That was a test. How was that? <laughs> You are the hippest it's dude. Pretty, I know. Uh, you are literally got drinking this out of a mason jar. Oh, you just peeled on a shirt. This All is right, the hippest I, thing oh, I've no. ever seen. Um, does the gap do returns on spills? Um, they do. <laughs> you know where you can really return shit? It's Target. Yes, my wife yeah, is the queen of life. Is great. Who? Yeah, that's true. Do you not have the best time at Target? I, I always great do. Time. I go all the time. Has I, have you ever met anybody who goes? Oh, I just went to Target. What a nightmare. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> it's the best place in the world. Yeah, it really is. I got a $50 gift card to Target the other day, uh, and I bought two thirty packs of Coors Light. <laughs> that was $50? That's no, not but like, I still have like 10 bucks left or whatever. But Wow. Um, smart, if you think about it. Why is that smart? What do you mean? What is smart about that story? I mean, you can... You're smart? Yes. <laughs> that you're telling me you're smart because you wouldn't... To target target, target is smart. For- Fifty packs of Coors Light. Yes. Well, you can have only so much fun in a nice sweater vest, but you have two. I, by the way, not a sweater vest that I have. On. <laughs> See, that was another crew, test. Uh, obviously, it's a crew neck. Yeah, that's another test. Have you ever worked at a Gap or at a? No, but my friend Caleb in high school did, and this brings me back to my shoplifting thing. He worked at the Gap in the mall, 
and um, said that the thieves would come in and steal shit right in front of them and they couldn't do anything. They would look at the employees and be like, fuck you, what are you going to do? Because they knew that the employees are instructed to not stop a thief because it could end with a physical altercation. Yeah. Thus a lawsuit. So it's upon the security guards of the mall to thwart and or apprehend the suspected thieves. Which goes back to probably the greatest hero story of all time, Paul Blart Mall Cop. True. Oh, I think you're going to say Paul Slater (laughs) for Sport Athlete. Paul Paul Blart Mall Cop is forever my favorite movie I've never seen. Never seen it. You know, I literally was talking James on the scooter. I will. I was talking to my friend about this movie the other day because I was working on this screenplay for this production company that did Paul Blart Mall Cop. And I was having trouble with this with the script and i'm not i I since canceled the arrangement um but my friend was like i was like having trouble with the tone and stuff and my friend was like why don't you write it as a kevin james movie like paul blart mall cop and i was like you know i've literally never seen a kevin james movie wow oh wow and he's like you should see paul blart mall cop did you watch it no oh we should but i brought it on dvd (laughs) and i thought we once we finished reading the play out loud we can watch it together. That's give live commentary. Yeah, that would be electric. I'm sure it would be electric. Yeah. I'm sure Kevin James is. I don't want people to think we're shitty on. That. I'm for oh. anybody that works hard. Like, I, no, I, no one who knows me thinks I'm shitty on Kevin James. He's yeah. like my hero. I despise the um, like hoity, snidey, like even when um, Dane, like the Dane Cookification of like shitting on what's popular. Like Dane Cook was hysterical. I remember when his cds came out and like i listened to them on cds i listened to them just dying laughing and maybe he's a dick i don't know if he got me too or what but it was seemed like i know there was some joke stealing thing with him yeah but his material was so funny and everybody was into it and then all of a sudden like hip comics and hip people exactly were like oh the guy probably bros listen to dane cook Paul Slater probably listens to Dane <laughs> Cook when he's driving back with his two cases of Coors from Tarjay. <laughs> Gay! <laughs> I know what you're talking about, though, because I, uh, I actually remember that. Dane Cook was hilarious, now that I think about it. And, and then, then, then it just like, became cool to shit on him. And then, yeah, then it was suddenly there were, like, the Megans of the world who were like, Classic. you know, he's on the outs now. It's not cool. We're just doing alternative comics <laughs> and micro funny, whatever. And I'm like, it's like, I don't know. That one movie he was in, that was a pretty solid movie. Good well, luck, Chuck. The one at the grocery it. store. Was it one of the grocery stores? Oh, employee oh, of the month. Employee of the month. Well, employee of the month. Yeah, with uh, Jessica Je- Simpson. Jessica Simpson. Yeah. So cool. hot, disgusting. So hot. We all remember does, where we were when that movie came out. <laughs> Is that a thing like a like, like sick when people are oh, yeah. sick? We're like, oh, that chick's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> this chick's so fucking gross, bro. Oh my god. Oh, I barfed. Barf. Oh, she barfed. She said it's disgusting. That's exactly it. Look at her ass. is sick. Dude. I'm going to puke in my mouth. All right. Wait. This goes back to... Can we just all bring it full circle? All right. Yeah. Go ahead. What I was We're going to say time. The, go ahead. Yeah. Last thing about the wedding. I realized mm-hmm. over the weekend... So you didn't think I could come back to this wedding. That I only have three ways to describe stuff. Because it was the most incredible wedding. It was so all time. Yeah. And Actually, it, maybe it was just those two. And it was amazing. I didn't use CI. I, I, Did I you forgot say it about it. So all time. That's I say name. all time and incredible. I'm yeah. Like, I'm like, wow, that was, was all time. That was all it was time. Incredible. It was electric. That was yeah. incredible. That's, that's only the three adjectives you need, honestly. Mm. So I need to get some new adjectives. What if something stinks? If it's not good, what do you say? All time, all time stinker. All time incredible stink. I've stolen a lot of um, words and phrases from my wife, who's from Wisconsin. 
and she'll say it was a dump she'll go oh it's a dump or she'll say um like one time when we were driving up uh pine you know in the encampments and stuff and uh you know people are like you know peeing in a gallon of milk or whatever and she'll she'll be at a stoplight and she'll go very dryly boy it's a real who's who today (laughs) (laughs) oh i like that one i'm gonna use it i'm using it all right brandon ogborn bubba Or, or she'll go so if she'll see like you know three three bozos like a collection of bozos working on a project together like how can we disassemble this bicycle inner tube and make it a distribution center for crystal meth she'll go she'll be at a light she'll go it's a real meeting of the minds <laughs> oh that's incredible all right bubba thanks for joining the show man oh thanks and thanks for um letting me stay the night real, yeah, yeah no, no problem, problem. Yeah. wait real quick how do we download is it on the oh, yeah. apple podcast uh, it's not. It's you need to download the Luminary app. Okay. And is if that free? you can't, uh, it's free for the first month. Otherwise, it's eight bucks. But you can sign up for the first month and listen to the whole show in like two days. Yeah. So I would. Do and that. otherwise, if you want a press link, just email me and I'll send it to you. <laughs> no, we got to make people buy. But this it's now. worth the eight bucks. Oh God! If people yeah. don't, and I already got paid, so I don't give a shit. Oh, the sweet. money's not going to me. But uh it's it's worth the eight bucks people have listened there are people who have listened to the whole thing and then they're like they emailed or messaged on social media like oh i started it over it's that good yeah so we got some real scumbag listeners so they'll probably like try to ask you to for well, well i probably, was hoping we'll, up we'll here probably do most of the one month trial and, and get out of there yeah yeah but if you do another do. one we'll do another we'll know? do another yeah. i'll just sign up with another email address like it's not that big of a deal yeah. um guys thanks for having me here i had a blast and um i'm in love with you both thank you we awesome. really, really really appreciate that thank you i'll see you tonight um we'll have some course <laughs> <laughs> wow you're so dominant well that was really it meaning of the minds wasn't it that's exactly what i was gonna say are you gonna say the same thing yeah, you motherfucker. uh dude guy is an unbelievable yeah he's hilarious uh what was the other one meaning of the minds and i was I, see i couldn't think of the other one either or, that one's uh, great i we need to use that yeah we need to get that going we'll get him on again that you said it perfectly once we finished the interview is that's the shortest we could have done an interview with him because of how great he, how, like how funny he is, how great he is, the stories he has. Well, yeah. He's like an improv guy, right? He, he does right. improv comedy and stuff like that. Yeah, he, that did improv, he did improv at uh, Second Cities in Chicago. I don't think it's called Second Cities. Twin Cities. Twin Cities. I was going to say, you've said What's it a thousand cities? times. Or know. something, I don't know. I don't I don't know. What is Twin Cities? Is it same? Is the same as Twin Peaks? You ever been but, there? But it might be sec- it might it might be neither of those. He did improv at something that's famous. Yeah. And the people who know what I'm talking about know what I'm talking about. Okay. Okay. It's like the one before SNL. It's like it's it's like okay. oh he's buddies with all the SNL guys. Really? Yeah. We should like who? See, we gotta have him on again. The, the, the thing is, like, you want to ask him about all the cool stuff he's done, and then he like, but he'll just like go off on like talking about this one little thing for twenty minutes. Yeah, because he's funny. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna be in his next play. That's a fact. I do really want to get in on this. I don't know if he was serious or not, but the next podcast yeah. that he does or whatever i want to be one of the guys yeah that he tosses it to that like says something about it that would be pretty funny yeah because we obviously don't know well, i mean anyone could say anything right like you tell me would have been like yeah i always uh i always respected michael jackson's music yeah. that's it just Boom, one little it. clip just that's, one little that's clip. all i needed and i'm a little bit credible oh yeah yeah oh yeah a little bit yeah 
we have a podcast too, buddy. Yeah. Not you the know? only guy in the room with the podcast. Yeah. But. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome to the club, actually. Yeah. Who's who's dropped first? Oh, well, that's... You know, that's a question we need to start asking ourselves. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, okay. Do you have anything else on, on the podcast, on telephone stories? Great idea. Awesome show. You should probably uh, download that app. Impressive. Download like, that app. So, like, you know me. I don't watch a lot of this sort of stuff, but... There was like another listen, Michael Jackson listen. thing that came out. You can't watch it. Well, but there was a Michael Jackson documentary that oh, came okay. out. Okay, yeah, yeah. And it's getting pressed alongside that as like, like even better. Oh. Or like more. Well, it tells it from a different angle. I get it. it's it's complimentary. This had to have taken so long. Oh yeah. He said three years. Yeah. Can you imagine caring about something for three years I to the point where you're like, never have. Never have. <laughs> I. It's tough for me to like care about one episode of this podcast for an hour, right? While I'm editing it. Agree. Uh, halfway through, I'm usually like, "Dude, this is actually terrible. I might not. I might not edit the rest of this." <laughs> but he did it for three years. Yeah, crazy. All right, uh, let's get to the rest of the show. Let's make it quick because we've, we've been we've been going too long. Okay, got a segment here for you. Snitches get stitches. You ready for this? Yeah. SWAT officers and detectives raid illegal gambling front and arrest eight. Did you see this story? I like saw the headline. Uh, you know who I who I saw it was from uh, R.J. Strickland. R.J. Strickland, our, our good buddy, like posted this or something. Said something funny on Twitter, so I saw it. Uh, I gotta I gotta open this. Pretty wild story. So somebody, I guess, told on these people, saying that they're being a little bit too loud, a couple of sketchy things happen or whatever. Uh, Long Where Be- is this? I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, it was in Long Beach, Anaheim Street at Stanley Avenue. Oh, okay, okay. So SWAT and the K-9 unit and detectives confiscated two firearms, illegal gambling equipment, which I, I don't even know what that is. Dice? Illegal. <laughs> Yeah. Cards? So if gambling is illegal, it, everything illegal gambling equipment. Is but just, what would be illegal gambling <laughs> that's a, that's equipment? A good point. Yeah, chips. Everything. Uh, they had like one of those little felt green. Yeah, <laughs> tablecloths. Yeah. So they 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 confiscated it though. So now they're using it in freaking police stations in Long Beach, uh, and about twelve hundred dollars in cash. Wow. Let me tell you something about gambling, buddy. If you have $1,200 from gambling. That's not that much money. Mm-hmm. It's not that much money, especially if it's illegal gambling. Right. If we're talking illegal gambling, I'm thinking like a couple mil. Well, like what, no? What is it like? A couple mil. Was it like cockfighting? Like that's illegal shit you need to do in in some like store f- like when it's closed, I guess. Right. Maybe that was I it. I mean, you, don't, you just don't have a, uh, an apartment to play cards with your buddies in? Can't gamble. Can't gamble. I mean, gambling. What is gambling? Like you're, it's either card. You nail. It. It's either cards, dice, or or like what else is there? Craps. That's craps. dice, right? You can't go over to the high school bathroom and play craps with all the other guys. Messed up doing? like you used to. Yeah. Can't do it anymore. Uh, rock paper scissors for money. That's gambling. Right. Can't take their hands away. I know that. <laughs> but they did take the firearms. Uh. So I guess they were made aware of it. When they received numerous complaints of suspicious activity from residents in the area. Mm. Shame on Long Beach. Well, well, people are just trying to make a buck around here yeah. and people are telling we don't or, want to or be snitching on people. We don't want to be tattletales. It's kind of disgusting if you think about it. Right. 
I'm all for bitching. Like, ah, right. these guys coming in here, but don't call the cops. No, they can't call the cops. No. But I'll, I'll bitch any day of the week. Well, for sure. Meeting, it's a bunch of meeting of the minds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, is that, oh, for God's sake, let them hold a meeting of the minds in there, huh? <laughs> board of directors had a little meeting, you know? Uh, So they took how many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people into custody. Let me tell you something, though. These people were, they had a lot of outstanding warrants and whatnot. So they might not have been the best people of all time. So it's probably a good thing that they got them off the streets. But still, get them off the streets for something bad that they did. Not just illegal gambling where they're trying to make a couple of bucks with the with the buddies. Right. Eight yeah. people, 1200 bucks. That's not a lot of money per person, John. I mean. Literally what we spent at the wedding this last week. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this godforsaken Newport Beach price prices on these menus, but. I might have bought that much money in Bloody Marys this weekend. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not putting it past you, buddy. Right. I'm not putting it past you. And this can't be. If you're if you're upset about confiscating twelve hundred dollars, I might have. I might. We, I might rack. What the up, hell was China doing at the port? I forget that story. Well, we're not. We're letting that go. Uh, yeah, they're uh, those those refrigerator. Uh, oh filters. yeah, those refrigerator fake refrigerator filters. filters. Maybe these have. Does, does oh, this? Is uh-oh. this a tie? Is this a tie to it? All of a sudden, all of a sudden, these guys, the refrigerator magnets aren't working. Uh oh. And, and then they don't want to stay at home because that's frustrating. Okay. And then so they got to go on the streets. No, gamble. Now, now I'm connecting a few dots here. Okay. Now I'm connecting. But you know what? Can we blame these guys? Nurture versus nature. Let's no. blame the Chinese. I agree. The Chinese have been in the the media a lot lately Mm -hmm. and now i'm just these are all dots that have been connected that's all i'm gonna say also i might rack up twelve hundred dollars in tickets from bobby garcia if he keeps freaking giving me tickets from parking at the two hour thing right lord knows this podcast might go over two hours so i might not i might have a ticket when i get back i'd pay twelve hundred dollars to freaking drive my car across that crosswalk when i'm waiting there for two minutes and not one single pedestrian is crossing and i'm and not one car is moving I might pay $1,200 for the four sweatshirts that were stolen out of my car by Los Potros. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, why don't we give it a Los You're telling me there's criminal activity going on oh. at Anaheim and Stanley and there's not criminal activity going over at Los Potros? There's got to be something going on, dude. I mean, probably the cops are scared to go in there. The cops are in on it. The whole city's crooked. Oh, you think the cops are in on this I, illegal game? I sort of do because I've seen that. What's that one movie that I like? With Will Ferrell? Uh, the cops are the crooked guys. Oh, uh, yeah, what's that? The other guys. Yeah, the other guys. Yeah. See, are we the other guys? Oh, Just shit. Two ordinary guys? Oh, I got a good play for you, Bubba, Bubba Ogborn. Uh, two Long Beach dudes who aren't cops mm-hmm. take down the crooked police officers. Yeah. It's kind of like 21 Jump Street, but we're not cops. Or do we just be the guys at the beginning of the other guys and just jump off this roof? That's a good point. And then we the t- could take that oh, role. And the title could be. Holy moly. <laughs> I think it's perfect. Yeah, I think it's good. I think All it's right, perfect. Paul and I are jumping off the roof ASAP. Yep, ASAP Rocky. Okay, I got to say it out loud. The Long Beach Marathon is this weekend. Yeah. That's, I'm that's running it. it. No, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. I told you I'm a good long distance. No, you're running. not. Are you being serious? I'm doing the half. No, you're not. No, you're not. This can't be true. I got nobody that could back this up. There's no way. No, it's like I care so little about the Long Beach Marathon. Obviously, I'm sure you. Do. I mean, it's cool. I do think it's cool. Well, it's sponsored by JetBlue, I think, and, and JetBlue wants to sponsor the pod. I'm in. 
And I like JetBlue. Right. I guarantee people are a lot happier with this podcast than they are with the marathon. Because it like barely touches my area. And it's annoying. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, it's the, like well, people downtown, they probably can't like go anywhere because all the streets are closed. Right. Which, and it's just like I'm at the very edge of it and it's still annoying. When you have to wait for the runners right here at Atherton and Bellflower. Yeah. It's for what? For these straggly runners? And Lord knows it's not the front runners because I'm not up at 6 a.m. Right. True. It's like the stragglers at noon that want to take a photo at the end saying I did it. I ran yeah. 23 and a half miles or whatever Congrats, it is. Congrats. You're a really good 26.1. You, you conquered life. Because you decided to run. I think I'm going to decide that. I think you're a worse person if you run the marathon. Can we can we get that narrative out there? Yeah, for sure. I think you could be a worse person if you run the marathon. You dedicated a lot of time and training to something that, that just... When you could have been helping the homeless. Wow. Pretty sad that people have been working on their long distance running for so long instead of trying to get homeless people off the streets. Mm, priorities. I'm just saying. Oh uh, yeah, Long Beach Marathon. I'm all, yeah, I'm all for it. No, I'm not. Well, I'm glad it's here. I'm not. No, right. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like I'm it. Over I'm, over it. Over I'm on pro. I'm on pro. All right, got a question for us, Quifu. Uh, Colin? Yeah, Colin. I don't think you've heard it yet, but it's geared towards you, actually, John. Ooh. Yeah. So, let me play it really quick. Hey guys, this is Richard in Long Beach, and uh, just. Hi, is this uh, Richard? Yeah. Hi, this is John with the 908 Podcast. Do you need your uh, dog watched? Hey, John, yeah. Are you, uh, are, is that, are you really able to do that? <laughs> uh, yeah, totally, man. What uh, What do you need? Uh, yeah, we just, we're, yeah, we're going out of town, and we just need uh, like a, you know, someone to watch the dog for two days. Okay, and where do I pick pick it up, and when? I can send you all the information, like maybe email. Is that, is that best? Yeah, definitely. Just email me at uh, John, J O H N, at lb908.com. Uh, lb908.com. Okay, cool. I'll send it over ask, to you. Today. Ask where he's going. Okay. Where, oh, where are you going on vacation? Uh, just up Northern California, San Francisco. So. Sick. Sick, dude. All right. Well, what's your dog's name? Uh, Crocky. Okay. I look forward to seeing Crocky. All right. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Okay. See ya. What the hell just happened? I think you got to watch a dog now all of a sudden. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know what's going on. I think you got to watch a dog all of a sudden. That's pretty sick. Is this just what this turned into? Yeah. We're getting dog walking business? Is it, this guy going to pay me? Probably not. Did you ask? <laughs> I'm hoping that he pays me. All right, here we go. All right, so the dog's name is what? Crocky. I'm I'm shook by what just happened. Well, it's a girl, which might be a little bit problematic because Wait, is you this, can't watch uh-oh. a girl. 
we've talked about a Richard on our show before. Is this Richard from Long Beach, that Dick Pinehurst guy? Oh, is this Dick Pinehurst? Is this guy trying to freaking suck my toes? Oh, Dick my Pinehurst gosh. is a toe. Is this? Oh, uh oh. Uh, he just wants to get inside your house. He just wants to suck my toes. Dick, I'm on to you. Uh oh. I think we're in trouble, actually. What? what Don't is give him the office. Who, does anyone know this guy? Do I know this? Is this someone I know? It's probably Dick Pinehurst. I'm telling you. It could be. I think he got released from jail. <laughs> you, we don't know actually if Dick Pinehurst is the same guy as the bus driver for the Long Beach right. Transit who we ran don't. into everybody. Could be the same person. I am rattled by this uh, by this voicemail. I'm all in. If we want, do you all, know who this guy is? No, I have no idea. And I, well, you know what? I'm in for the dog watching. I'm in for the daycare. I said we'd do a 908 daycare, and I'll run the show. Oh, yeah. We'll take care of your kids. I, I'm not, I'm better with kids than I am with dogs. Well, no. Well, kids are diff- more difficult. That's true. I've never, I, like, I'm good like for like 30 minutes when my cousin, who's also the parent, is there. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. My cousin's kids. I, I could, I could. So we'll do, I'll do dog watching. I'll do daycare. I can't do the night care for the kids. That's a little bit crazy. That's that's more of that MJ stuff. Yeah, that's more of the MJ stuff that I can't <laughs> really really wrap my head around. Uh, uh, but <laughs> but uh, I could do daycare. Yeah. If the sun's up, I'm good. You know what we're not good at is plant care. We have that dead plant outside. Yeah, I tried to water that thing as much as I could. We might water it too much. Is that a thing? Maybe that's it. Yeah. I think that might be it. Uh, Sorry so I care too much. So we'll keep the listeners... In tune. Also, when did he leave that message? Last Thursday. No way. Yeah. And he was just totally not rattled by me calling him right now. Right. Right. Uh, is this guy, I feel like this guy, like, first of all, is this Stephen Barbie? I don't know. It sounded a lot like Stephen Barbie. It sounded, it sounded a little bit like Stephen Barbie. Which, oh, is this Stephen Barbie trying to get at me? He's trying, oh. he's trying to act like he's some other guy. Oh. I know who you are, oh. Barbie. Oh. oh, by the way. He wants to come in here and try to. Just put a bunch of sweater vests in my closet. By the way, quick Poly High School deal about that football game. Very unfair that they got to pull out their Jordan uniforms in this game. Like, they Mm. got an extra boost because of the jerseys. Like, you automatically get a uniform boost if if you have – not uniform boost, but a playing boost if you have new uniforms. Right. That's kind of messed up. I mean, look good, feel good. Right. Play good, right? That's just a normal thing. Right. Uh – I am excited to watch this dog. Crick, crocky, dude. Can't wait. It's going to be a good time. Uh, Dick from Long Beach. Thanks. That's awesome. I'm down so to do I, the pet hey, sitting service. We've always said Quifus, all that stuff. Hey, we're this is legitimate. Basically, whatever. what do we always say? Pay us to do anything. We could probably do a better job than whoever's doing it. 100%. And probably you could pay us cheaper. You want? Yeah. You want to give us 20 bucks to go dig a hole in your backyard? Call in. 562 Four three zero twenty seven thirty five. If you had a couple of Coors Lights, it'd be nice. Maybe right. a little bottle, bottle of Carlo Rossi. Maybe a couple mm-hmm. Lokes. Mm-hmm. If you had something like that, that'd be nice. But all you gotta do is give us about twenty bucks. I'd do anything for twenty bucks. Right. Of course. Basically anything. All right. Got the nine oh eight athlete of the week, and, we'll, and then we're out of here. Nine oh eight athlete of the week this week. Curtis Weaver plays for Boise State. He's the all time sack leader in the Mountain West Conference. Oh. Went to St. Anthony. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, Curtis Weaver. That. Yeah, yeah, good friend of the show, actually. Oh, is he? I don't, probably not, but I mean, he might be now if he's the nine hundred eight athlete of the week. Yeah, pretty wild though. Uh, yeah, I'm very impressed. There's been a lot of good players that came out of Boise State, and he's the all-time leader now. 
that's pretty good. Good for him. I'm, I'm pumped. Wait, we'll get him on the show once he goes to the league. Yeah. Or before the league, so when he gets there, mm. you know, we get some stuff. Or if he has like, if he has to start going to visit NFL places, I could watch his dog. Good point. Good point. JP Crawford, <laughs> I think, has a new dog. Juju, good oh. Juju, bad Juju. He's got a dog. Oh, does he? Yeah. Huh. Hopefully that dog. Business out there. Hopefully. That- <laughs> Maybe scratch that whole holiday magazine I talked about. I might just be might a just, dog watcher. Yeah, you should do it. You not a do dog it. walker. I'm not big on the walk. I'll no. watch. I'll just I'll just watch. Your dog has to be trained well. Trained That's a well. Fact. It's an absolute fact. All right. Do you have anything else? Uh, I was going to say one more thing. Oh, quick panic meter on the Dodgers tonight. Oof. How panicked are you? Uh, I would have liked to win the last game, but... This will be coming out the day after prediction. Real quick I prediction. Mean, honestly, we were good last time. We said Matt Duffy was going to make the playoffs. Right. I think Jock Pearson is just going to absolutely. He 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 hit two home runs yesterday. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, that's what I think happened. I wouldn't be surprised. No, I love Jock so much. I yeah. really do. You know me. I'm not a big. I'm like I'm not a Dodger fan. Not at all. No. But Jock Peterson's sick. Yeah. Do you think? Uh, wait, is Joe Madden actually the Angels manager now? I think he's going to be. Okay. I think it's a no-brainer. Are they coming to Long Beach? Uh, Does that tilt the scale at all? I think it'll help. He's a Belmont Shore guy. I think it'll help. We all know he's a Belmont Shore guy. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. knows a thing or two about a little open sesame. Yeah, he you know does. I mean? uh, okay. Your rating for today, pretty good, I'd say. Really? Uh, I'll give you a... I'll give you a 7.2. Okay. Yeah, right where you want to be. That's a... Fine for right me. where you want to be. Well, it really mean of the minds yeah. here. It's only a matter. <laughs> what matter the hell of time. is that other one? I don't remember. Uh, we got it. We'll think about it. We'll think about it next time. All right. If okay. you listen to our podcast, call in and tell us what what was the other thing that Smart. he said. Smart. Uh, life is great in the 908. Shoot or shoot. So shoot your shot. I'm saying.